Hey, this is Matthew Mikowski, and welcome to my pod about people skills. So, why people skills exactly? Well, it's because, personally, I feel it's something that's sort of fizzling out a bit due to the amount of social media and different apps and things that are available to us at our fingertips once upon a time people used to enjoy having conversations now you pretty much having conversations with your phone with other people and as much as in a lot of ways that's sort of how the world's going at this point in time it doesn't mean that that has to be the only way now i'm not saying that people should avoid using social media because that would be ridiculous because that is actually you know the way that everything is going but i am saying that in regards to building relationships with other people you really need to meet people where they're at so this pod is really about building relationships with people and finding ways to do that where you're meeting people where they're at and they're not always trying to work out how to meet you where you're at you know i do understand that you know everybody's situation's a little bit different uh, in regards to certain things and i'm not trying to change anybody but i am trying to just offer other suggestions on how we can do it so one of the main examples that i'm going to use in this pod is about building relationships with customers so if you're in a business and you're needing to build a client base as an example one of the main things that you really need to do is finding ways to be able to connect with your customers because if you do that if you build these relationships then you're going to have repeat business and people are going to come back to you time and time and time again now the the things that i will teach in this pod can be used for any sort of thing you know relationships friendships uh, family community groups the list goes on and on but i want to focus on that because it's something that i have been taught about in the past couple of years and also my wife who's been involved in the retail industry for a very long time um, has many sort of insights which i feel are actually really really important for people to learn about so in saying that let's move forward so the first thing that you want to do when you meet people is you want to be able to build relationships with them why do you want to build relationships with them why is it important because if you ask the right questions you can actually find out more about that person and what they need rather than trying to sell them what you think they want so there's a huge difference once upon a time with sales it was just about pushing product onto people and selling them the sort of top of the shelf market item and over time people have realized that it's not the best way to go because there's always going to be someone that comes in that will want that item anyway but if you sell like multiple items of a product that people actually they you know they want that specific item and you're not trying to sell them this higher end priced item you know you can make a whole bunch of multiple sales which is going to be just as good as making that one big sale right so 
the key factor is asking the right questions you know getting people to open up sometimes you're going to be involved in conversations that you probably wish you'd never gotten into but the thing is if you can make people feel important and feel like you care about them as a person you're going to get further with them than if you just do your whole sales speech and you know tell them what they want to hear and you know the list goes on and on and on as an example uh, with selling jewelry one thing that I've discovered which was actually a surprise because I didn't really know this but um, my wife has been involved in jewelry for a while and the thing that she learned was selling jewelry compared to selling stuff like tools or video games or whatever else is that people don't generally have an emotional attachment to video games or tools right if uh, a guy or a woman come in wanting to buy a tool they generally know what type of tool they want what sort of brand they feel comfortable purchasing and uh, what brand they purchase is can sort of tell you whether they're doing things as a hobby or whether they're sort of you know beginners and they're not sure what to get or they're tradies right because tradies will generally go for the top-notch brands uh, hobbyists will go sort of for the the middle sort of range brands and beginners will normally get the cheapest thing possible uh, which is nothing wrong with that because you know if they're not really interested in it then they didn't waste a lot of money but uh, generally speaking the cheapest items don't always last a long a long time and the same goes for like video games if uh, you know someone who's a gamer they generally know what brands they like what console is uh, what consoles are their favorite what sort of game styles they like you know are they shooting games are they like puzzle type games are they you know the list goes on and on and then you've got all the different online games that are available that they can play on the consoles or pc or whatnot as well so you know there's no emotional attachment with those but with jewelry it's an emotional attachment it's an emotional thing that they're doing you know when a guy comes in and he wants to buy an engagement ring for his partner it's an emotional decision they are trying to buy something that they feel that their partner is going to like um, something that suits their taste uh, something they've probably been told a billion times <laughs> you know what their partner actually likes and then they're, they're trying to find that and then they have to try and convey all that information to the salesperson. Now, as a salesperson, they've got two jobs there. They can either sell whatever they think is going to be good and convince that person that's what their partner wants and a possible, you know, possibly have the item returned. Or they can have a conversation, get to know a bit about the partner, ask questions, you know, what sort of things is your partner into um, are there any sort of you know specific colors that they prefer over the other do they have a specific type of um, you know stone that they like you know do they like diamonds do they like sapphires do they like rubies you know if their favorite colors red they might like rubies their favorite colors blue they might like sapphires if their favorite colors green they might like emeralds right they might not like color at all on their ring specifically 
that just might be something that they like for other things so there's all these different things that you need to find out what sort of person they like do they like chunky jewelry do they like you know something a bit more finer you know, when a woman comes in and she buys something like a bracelet and is getting say charms put on those bracelet each charm represents something to that woman on that bracelet uh, it's not just a bracelet with a whole bunch of worthless charms on it uh, she's invested money into this charm because it's something that's sentimental to her and you need to find out the reasons behind why they want to buy specific things and the only way you're going to do that is by building a rapport with your customers right? so these are the sorts of things that are important it's a you know it's a huge big difference like you know when you go in and you buy clothes as an example you don't have people come and go what do you normally like to wear what's your favorite color do you like things with waves on it you know this it's not sort of something they'll normally just be like oh you know is there anything I can help you with? You'll be like, I'm looking for white shirts. Oh, we have a bunch of white shirts just over there. Okay, yep, cool, thanks. And you go over and you look at the white shirts until you find something you like, right? That's generally how it works. On the odd occasion, you might have someone that you feel comfortable with that works at the place and you might be brave enough to actually go, you know, <laughs> give me your honest opinion. What do you think this looks like? Right? Now, if they're honest and they want to build a good rapport, they will actually tell you the truth. But in telling the truth means being very careful and selective about how you choose to deliver that news to the person. Don't just turn around and say, no, you're too big for that shirt or, you know, you're too small. <laughs> Whatever the case might be. All right, make sure you're tactful. Make sure you're very sensitive to people's feelings when you communicate these things with them because building a rapport is something that's going to be very important right it's something that will keep people coming back and specifically keep coming back to you which means you make more sales at the end of the day all right if people still want to do this old school crap where they're sort of like you know i know what i'm doing i know how to do everything i'm great at so i could sell ice to eskimos and then you see them just do the usual thing and they go through the motions and whatnot then and you realize that they might have been a great salesperson 30 years ago but uh, 30 years on that sort of approach just doesn't work anymore people want to feel valued when I walk into a store and I have somebody go hey how are you instantly it annoys me All right. And it's got nothing to do with that person. I'm sure that in some cases, some of these people are lovely people. But it's all got to do with their approach, their tone, their body language, how they're trying to communicate with me. You know, nothing about it says that they're interested in knowing anything about me. Whereas one time I went to a furniture store with my eldest son, who's 18, and what I ended up doing was as a joke I went on one of the beds that was actually built like a Jeep and I was like oh yeah wouldn't this bed be cool and whatever else and as I got up one of the salesmen he actually spotted me <laughs> comes over and he's like hey I'm pretty disappointed man I'm just like what and he goes well I thought you looked more like a racing car sort of guy not 
you know, a jeep sort of guy. I reckon this bed would probably be better for you. I just cracked up laughing. Just, you know, the whole approach of it was really, for me, was great. Because I like to have a bit of a joke. So, and he picked that up. He could see that I had a little bit of a sense of humor and he knew that he would be able to get away with having a bit of a sense of humor with me. And um, instantly I bonded with that salesman. Now, I didn't buy anything that day because um, they actually didn't have anything in that specific store that I wanted. But if I ever go to that store because there is something there that I want, I want that guy to serve me. That's the sort of impression that he gave to me so and all of us have that sort of thing you know there's um eb games that i like to go to you know there's a specific guy who always serves me most of the time he doesn't even remember me <laughs> but he's always friendly he's always polite and um he's always willing to help and even though if he just added that little bit more effort into actually building a rapport and remembering who I was, um, you know, not only would I go to there probably on a bit more of a regular basis, but it would make me feel important as a customer. So that goes to show too that people can actually be good at their jobs, but they're still not really getting to know people. They're not building that rapport. Right? Some people might see it as a waste of time, but I can guarantee you if you make that extra effort, it will really help. If you're an employer and you have staff, right? getting to know your staff, right? yes, it doesn't mean that you have to be their best friend, but you can actually make the effort to know things about them. Do they have families? Do they have pets? Do they like you know, certain interests or hobbies or whatever else? Can you as an employer organize things with your staff? where you do it like you know say once every three months there's like a, a workplace barbecue or there's um you know depending on what sort of place you work at or can the company pay for dinner for you and the staff or whatever it might be uh, if you're the big boss you know why not make that extra effort to make people feel valued uh, i used to work at a place where if they met or if we met the quotas for the month, I used to hold a barbecue once a month. So we got to finish an hour earlier and all of us would go out, have a bit of a barbecue. The afternoon shift guys would rock up and we'd all eat together and, you know, have something to drink and whatever else. And um, it was just really good. It sort of got... Um, it gave us a chance to sort of get to know some of the management and also gave the management a chance to get to know some of the, the staff. So it was really important for building those relationships. And you'd be surprised how much more effective things ended up happening when you've got people who made that effort to get to know other people. So, you know, it's really, really important. So make sure you build a rapport. Another thing before I wrap up is uh, when I studied event management, one of the main things that it talked about was actually keeping in regular contact with people. Right? And it also happens in certain jobs too, where I know in regards to um, some specific retail companies, there's like mailing lists and all client 
sort of lists that the, the store might have and just giving them a call or a heads up for when something special is happening or if they any sort of deal or if they're a member are they going to get a discount for a certain specific thing but just giving them a phone call or shooting them an email oops excuse me you know those sorts of things are important because then they feel like you're taking the time out to make them feel valued so you know there's all those little things as well so but yeah um, whether it's through phone call email um, don't think a lot of businesses have groups where they you know they do have Facebook pages that people can like and whatnot but a little tip for businesses if you want to really reach people start a Facebook group don't start a page right Facebook have made it too hard to sort of you know keep up with pages a lot of the time um, even to the point where if you can't get people to interact with your page they just make it invisible to people and that's what they do you know there's pages I've liked and I don't see any notifications with them at all whereas once upon a time before they changed the rules I used to get notified of different things about these pages all the time which is the reason why I liked them in the first place so I could get those notifications but uh, yeah so I'm not saying that doing a Facebook page is impossible I'm just saying it's probably more personal if you can do things in a group and also then people can sort of get to know you know the people who work there and whatnot and also making sure that you remove employees that don't need to be on it anymore as well so because you don't want disgruntled people who have left to cause drama in those particular types of things anyway that's it from me I'm going to leave it with you if you want some sort of resources in things where it can teach you how to build a good rapport a good book to always read is Dale Carnegie's how to win friends and influence people because it's very much talking about how you can communicate with people in a way that makes them feel important I'll leave that with you that's it from me I'm signing out and I'll chat to you soon bye for now